Welcome to my new podcast. This is Jenna with the White Witch Parlor of whitewitchparlor.com. This is a podcast where I talk about bringing magic to the mundane and everything that that means. It could go from manifestation, protection magic, calling things back into alignment with your life, focusing on energy and time, on things you might have been putting on the back burner for a little bit too long. It's helping you find that spiritual flow and validation of the alignment that you need for the spiritual journey that you're on. And today I want to talk about the magic of crystals. It is exciting to welcome crystals into your life on a physical level, a spiritual level, and a metaphysical level. It's a beautiful thing that adorns your altars, your sacred space, your home, your car, your pockets. Um, And it's also something fun to gift to others, to pass down to children. It's fun um, for something to engage with your kids is learning about crystals, letting them feel the energy and vibrations of all different kinds of crystals, and to also kind of test out your crystals. Like I like to give that magical witchy tip of setting an unknown crystal by your bedside, meaning you know the name of the crystal, but you don't know the properties or correspondences that it may carry. Keep it by your bedside overnight for a week and see what changes inspire within your soul and what causes your energy to shift. And then at the end of the week, simply look up those metaphysical properties of that crystal and see if they line up with those new energies that have been flowing into you organically. And so working with crystals is definitely a very transformative process in your spiritual journey. If you dive into the love and fascination with crystals, you will find that they definitely bring some new things into your life energetically. It is known and said that kings and um, holy people and people of a higher status used to wear Uh, crystals and gemstones and they would adorn their crowns with them like a king or queen they would adorn the breastplates of their armor with crystals the Egyptians used lapis Uh, malachite was a very popular one it said that Cleopatra used to ground up malachite and get that very vibrant green or blue eyeshadow from turquoise from malachite from lapis and use it as eyeshadow so that's a very interesting fact but it's found out later that by doing so it's a bit toxic to the system Um, there's so many ways that crystals have been incorporated into our lives Uh, they tend to make us happy not just for their pretty looks and the way they glisten in the sunlight but just the energy that they come from they come from earth they take a very 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 long time to form and manifest into this physical item some crystals have encapsulated air bubbles and water in them which is also fascinating because you wonder how old that water is what kind of energy what animal drank from that water at one point in time and now for it to be stuck inside of a crystal or encapsulated where you can actually see a physical bubble flowing back and forth is something to bestow your eyes upon. Uh, There's so many different kinds of crystals with the colors, with the shapes, with the formations. You can get also salt rock, which is like a big vein that runs of salt through the caves and caverns underground. And to have that energy in your bedroom just seems to ground you more. It seems to help you to 
get rid of that stagnant energy and just remember that we are all part of earth. We are all meant to return to earth at some point in our lives, in this lifetime and many lifetimes ago. And to remember where we came from and where we're headed back to. So crystals are a really powerful way to open us up to transforming ourselves on our spiritual growth, on our, on our physical growth. Some people, when you're starting a business or rising in a company to CEO status, incorporate mantras, meditations, and certain crystals that help them to welcome in abundance. There's so many kinds of crystals that can welcome in abundance, but specifically if you're focusing on um, prosperity and riches and money, you can focus on crystals that are simply just gold, yellow, or green, and focus on their color vibration that they offer and the frequencies they offer through that, or you could focus on the actual intentional purposes and correspondences that they bring, like financial wealth um, and you know money added to your bank, your cash flow, things like that nature. You can do the same for healing. If you want to focus on healing, you can focus on things that are brown and green. So focus on earth and earthing and the heart chakra, the root chakra, and just really working to heal your mind body and spirit so you can focus on crystals like amber it's such a transformative crystal for healing that was one of the crystals that I think I first picked up it was amethyst and amber were my first two that I really started diving into and wanting to learn about they were the first two that I was attracted to and drawn to and I've spoken about this in my youtube channel and I remember specifically finding out later that amber was not an actual crystal it was sap from trees that was fossilized then i realized i was even more encouraged to start collecting more because then i for some reason found that to be fascinating that sap from a tree was what i was crediting to help me heal my spiritual journey but when you think about it the sap from a tree fossilized or not it's like the blood of the tree. It's sacred. It's holy to nature. And I was carrying that around in my pocket for a few months and going on this crazy spiritual journey that was shifting me into this higher vibrational version of myself. And so I found that to be very transformative in my own spiritual growth when I was 21. And so today talking about the metaphysical purposes of crystals they do vary and it depends on the individual's beliefs and practices in metaphysical practices crystals are often believed to possess certain energetic properties and vibrations that can be harnessed for healing protection and spiritual growth so many ways that we can and I'm reading from my own notes here <laughs> um, many ways we can incorporate crystals into our lives we can use them for healing. We can use them for amplifying energy. We can use them to protect our home, our aura, our people, or like our uh, people around us. We can use them for spiritual growth and enhancing our intuition and our psychic powers. We can use them for manifestation and intention setting. We can also just use them to make our bookcase look beautiful <laughs> or our coffee table. It is important to note that many of these metaphysical purposes that we use them crystals for in the spiritual realm or in the witchy world are not 
actually scientifically proven and they do vary among belief systems. However, this is where I say, try it for yourself. Take a piece of stone, a crystal, even if you just find a quartz outside in your yard, use it, hold it close to you, put it on your bookcase or your nightstand and see if it changes you or shifts you throughout the week. Even if just having that as a talisman or totem and by setting it intentionally by your bedside, does something to you even if it's pseudoscience you have now imprinted your own energy on that item with the intention of it helping to change your mindset or shift your energy by the end of the week so by doing so you can do that with any inanimate object really so you could just take an old key or a piece of copper like a penny and just put it next to your bedside the thing is, we imprint our energy on the item, so it holds the energy, and then it uses its energy to transform our thoughts and to keep us in line, in alignment with our thoughts as we see that penny or that inanimate object every day that we've imprinted that thought onto, we are subconsciously reminded what the intention was. And this is where the power of magic comes into play but specifically with crystals. Crystals are used in things like clocks, pocket watches, grandfather clocks, and other scientific things that we do use crystals for. If you take two quartz crystals and kind of rub them together really fast or even knock them together in the dark, you'll see a spark or a glow. That's something that's very interesting. And so they are emitting some form of energy and if you put a grid of crystals together, you will create some kind of battery. You can feel a difference, and this is where the play of crystal grids come in. And you can also really witness something if you take a pinwheel made out of paper, and if you can set it up to where you have basically a needle and a little pinwheel made out of paper and make a grid around it of crystals specifically clear quartz, but you can try any other kind too, and clear quartz points. And you can create a crystal generator, and it acts like a conduit or a battery. If you add copper to that, you will find that there is some movement without any airflow around it. So it's a fun little experiment for you to try. It's a fun way for you to also practice your telekinetic powers and your psychic intuitive powers as well. So back to the topic of crystals and how they heal, it is believed that they have the, abil the ability to align our energy body. That means our chakras. We can use it on multiple points of our chakras. We have the seven major chakras that run through the course of our body. You start with the root and work all the way up to your crown. Um, if you're unfamiliar with the chakra and center vortex points in your bodies, you can definitely look this up on the internet. Um, if you work to heal these points in your bodies, you help better energy flow through your body. And when we have a blocked chakra, we tend to get that stagnation of energy. So that is where uh, some kind of sicknesses or diseases can start to form. If you have a blocked heart chakra, for example, you have a disdain for things in life, you're angry all the time, you will create usually some kind of a heart condition later on in life because the energy flow is stopping at the heart 
instead of energy flowing freely throughout your body. Just like if you look at a plumbing system in your house, if you have a clog in that pipe, it's going to keep calcifying and obtaining more and more gunk around it, making it harder for the water to pass through that drain. And so eventually that will become problematic. So think of the same thing as energy. If energy is flowing freely through clean drain pipes, <laughs> then you will be able to keep your chakras flowing evenly. So if you are working on matters of the heart, rose quartz is always a beautiful thing because this promotes self-love. Not just love for others or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or, you know, a lover or a partner. It creates self-love, which is the most important love because if you can't love yourself, who will do that for you? Rose quartz helps with emotional healing on all levels and it helps to relieve stress. So if you're living in a ball of stress all the time, focus on the heart chakra, focus on some rose quartz and get that energy flowing again. So you can heal with the crystals by laying with them. You can place different crystals and experiment with this as well. Uh, placing different chakra crystals on your vortex, um, chakra vortexes over your body. Or you could actually just do clear quartz all the way through or all rose quartz. You can take a salt bath and place some pieces of rose quartz around your bathtub or even in your bathtub if you like. You can also use crystals to amplify your energy. And although they are not necessarily thought to have the ability to amplify and transmit energy scientifically, they can be used to enhance other effects or spiritual practices, like when you're in your meditation or your prayer. And again, that goes to imprinting your intentional vibrational thoughts onto the item. So again, a lot of this is not scientifically proven, but metaphysically and spiritually, you will feel the difference because again, it starts with your mind. And even if the crystals are not scientifically proven to be healing us, we are placing those intentions on those items. So it helps us to concentrate that energetic field around the crystals, giving it a heightened sense of energy to emit back to us. Using crystals and protections spells we can use to help us ward off negative energies and provide a sense of security. So if you want to wear that onyx necklace or wear that lapis stone necklace made in the form of, of an evil eye pendant to ward away the evil eye, to ward away your enemies, it helps to give us that sense of security and give us that sense of safety. It is a protection shield and mentally we have told ourselves that. So if we're wearing that necklace over our heart of black tourmaline or obsidian, we believe that it is absorbing negative energy. So therefore it will. And that is the power of crystals. It's not necessarily need something that needs to be scientifically proven, but it's something that helps us as a talisman or a totem to put that energy imprint onto it. So if you want clear quartz or selenite as a totem or a necklace or a pendant, then you will find it helps you to kind of relieve stressful energies and create a protective barrier around you and filter much like a vacuum cleaner filter or a vent filter 
filter out the dark energy so that only the clean energy can come through, the positive energy. We can also use crystals for spiritual growth and intuition. Crystals are said to aid in our spiritual growth by enhancing intuition and promoting our clarity. When we have clear thought, it helps us to connect better with our higher realms, higher consciousness, thus raising our vibration and raising our frequency. It could be used during meditation. We can facilitate using crystals in our spiritual sacred spaces and explore our higher mind's insights and really allow ourselves to be guided into that spiritual journey that we essentially crave, especially when we're in a point of darkness in our life. So if you're someone who likes to use the tarot cards or sit by candlelight or sit under the moonlight, using the crystals will help us to amplify that spiritual growth by just bringing our attention to that focus of a deeper meditation much like using a mala, like a beaded mala for prayer, you can use a crystal beaded mala and set an intention on each mala stone. We can use crystals also for manifestation and intention setting. So again, focusing that imprint of our energy onto an item and being very direct with what it is we are trying to manifest. If we take a piece of tumbled citrine, the smallest just little tiny tumbled citrine you can find, and every day you hold that tumbled tiny citrine stone and make your wish on it, the same wish every day and put it in your pocket. You are intentionally setting a very deep rooted manifestation and then you are carrying that energy with you every day and you are believing that one day that wish will come true. That is powerful. We can use these as tools to manifest all the desires we want out of life and to also show gratitude. Sometimes just manifesting gratitude is the best magic you can do. Manifesting and intention setting work really good to assist us in aligning with our own energy and our own desires. It helps us to really zone in and focus on what it is we are trying to achieve or accomplish in our life or at this time in our life. People will resonate with different crystals in their life at different times in their life. Sometimes you will start with one and you will end with another every month. Sometimes there will be a crystal that just resonates with you the entire time since the moment you discovered the magic of crystals. For me, it is moonstone. Rainbow moonstone has been my go-to stone since the time I discovered the magic of crystals. I still to this day favorite it over many other crystals. Sure, I like to experiment with the higher vibrational stones such as Moldavite or the very heavy grounded stones such as Hematite, but I always go back to Rainbow Moonstone. I always go back to Amethyst. These stones for me are the ones that feel like they're part of my energy. They're something that inspires me in them. They're part of that psychic spiritual growth, that mysticism, that femininity, that shifting of energies, kind of like an abalone shell. It, it creates this iridescent glow to me that allows me to remember to be magical, to live in that highest vibe, to really go out and seek my highest good. No matter what's going on around me, those two stones always bring me back to me. 
So energetically, I've made that imprint on them. And it's not the same two stones that I carry around. I come across different ones at different points in my life, but they're always the same amethyst and moonstone. I have other stones that I like to experiment with. I have many stones that come and go in my life, like lapis for a long while, for about a year. I was really hardcore into lapis and now not so much. I don't need it as much anymore. But at the time in my life, lapis is tied to the throat chakra. It's a really intense blue which is tied to the throat chakra, it helps us to speak up, it helps us to speak our truth. And so when we're going through certain things in our life, such as that, we will attract those stones to help us build the courage for that thing we need to accomplish in our life, or that task we need to take care of in our life, or that chakra we need to heal at that point in our life to help us get through to the next chapter or level or journey or path in our life. So crystals really bring this essence of magic into our everyday life. It's something that's inexpensive. It's something that's enjoyable. It's something that's pretty. It's something that you can gift. You can make things out of. You can use as jewelry. You can use as decor. You can use it on your altar. You can use it as offerings. For Samhain, you can place pictures of your loved ones or Dia de los Muertos, pictures of your loved ones. Anyone that's passed on and place those crystals that associate to them around the picture. You can do the same for altars when you're trying to manifest or just hold gratitude for something. You can get very specific and use crystals as these tools to get you to the vibration you're trying to align with. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast today. I hope that you go out and seek all the crystals you can. And if you find ones coming to you frequently, try picking one up and seeing how it helps you. If it's calling to you and it's falling into your everyday life and you keep crossing paths with it, see what it can do for you. Enjoy every day. Enjoy today. And I'll see you on the next podcast. Thank you. Bye.